Welcome to the St. Anne Roman Catholic Podcast, coming to you from Gilbert, Arizona. We pray that God will bless your time as you listen. Dear friends, welcome to the second Sunday of Advent. Last Sunday we lit the first candle of Advent, which symbolizes hope. It is known as the prophet's candle. The prophet reminded us of the second coming of the Lord, of our Lord Jesus Christ. His coming calls for an increase in love for each other, living holy and blameless lives that please God. We are to keep watch and pray towards overcoming the anxiety of his coming. Because all this while, each time they talk about the coming, fearful sights are given that we have to be on our watch as we await his coming. Today, the second week of Advent symbolizes faith. The lightening of the second candle, known as the Bethlehem candle, reminds us of Mary and Joseph's journey to Bethlehem, reminding us to remain faithful. We are to prepare our hearts and minds for the coming of the Lord. Preparation. All of us know how to prepare. Is it to the market, to the store? You have a market list. Is it to the school? You know what to carry. Where are you going? Are you driving? Are you flying? Prepare beforehand. Preparation is part and parcel of our life. Is it cooking? It needs preparation. Not to talk of this serious celebration that we are preparing for. Towards the end of the first century, there lived a beautiful pagan woman named Eudocia. But this woman was equally famous for her sins, sinful life as she was for her beauty, a beautiful lady, a sinful lady. Go hand in hand. One night, she was lodging in a house a short distance from the monastery. As she sat in her room, that evening near an opening window, she heard a voice coming from the monastery. Eudocia was curious. So she began to listen. A monk in the chapel reading a spiritual book about the suffering in hell and the last judgment. The suffering in hell and the last judgment was the topic of the monk's reading, spiritual reading. She began to tremble. The unknown voice pierced 
her to the heart. Never has she heard anyone speak such a subject before. The reading finally stopped, but Eudosia, Eudosia could not sleep that night. The next day, Eudosia sought out a Catholic priest to talk to. She told him she was ready to renounce her sinful life. Soon, she began talk, uh, taking instructions in the Christian faith. The life she had led from then on was something entirely new and different. As in the past, she had been known as a sinful woman. So now, she was known as a woman of great piety and holiness. She became a model of all. Following her death, she was canonized and is now known as Saint Eudosia. She made the path straight, no corner corner, no crookedness, straight when she had this message. Made a reverse, strongly and straightforward to look for her path. Dear friends, the second Sunday of Advent challenges us to conversion. This is the bottom line of St. John the Baptist's message. The prophet Isaiah prophesied a long time ago about the coming of the Messiah. John the Baptist aligned his voice with the voice crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord and make his path straight. Every valley had to be filled in, and every mountain and hill let low. Winding ways had to be strengthened, and rough roads made smooth. Prophecy from Isaiah. John the Baptist owned this message and reiterated it. John the Baptist used these words to challenge his contemporaries to prepare for the coming of the Messiah. Isaiah had given a geographical landscape of Palestine to describe the process of conversion. Talking in Arizona, we could use the weather in Arizona to talk to the Arizonians. The Arizonians will understand the language of their place better. And this is what John did, uh, Isaiah did, using the landscape of the people of his own time and place in order to describe their sinful situation, to describe the process of conversion. This was in a parabolic and metabolic, uh, metaphoric, metaphoric, language describing our sinful state and situation. To prepare the way presupposes clearing aside the baggage of the past and the doubts of the present in order to let Jesus come into our lives. 
Preparing a straight way means removing obstacles, obstacles of sin, sinful life. We have lived before removing all these obstacles. Fighting among ourselves, keeping grievances and the rest of them. The wasteland is the picture of life's trials and sufferings. We have to go through trials and suffering. Would come in different forms. Our mountains and our hills stand for our pride. We stand like an Iroko tree. Only people with pride stand so high. But humble people are always walking with their heads down. Humility. These are the things that we are asked to level the hilly parts. Our pride, what makes us not to be humble, to accept our sinful condition is what they are challenging us to. Our selfishness, our pride, our greed, our lack of love stand for our emptiness, our brokenness, our vulnerability and our sinful condition. The theme of conversion is central to the preaching of all the prophets, John the Baptist and Jesus himself. The heart of their message was repentance. John in the desert, repent. Isaiah, repent. Isaiah chapter 1, verses 15, read for what? Repent. In such light is repentance. Conversion is a radical change of mind, perspective, and turning towards God. When we talk about conversion, the language will not be understood. But when we mention about people that have undergone conversion, I think it is better. The story of St. Paul obtaining a warrant to go to arrest believers in Damascus is an example. He had a great encounter in, on the road that brought about a U-turn in his life. His life was changed from a persecutor to a preacher of the gospel. We are talking about conversion. His life is an example. He was out to exterminate believers. He went on his own to obtain a warrant to go to destroy them. On his way, he had a serious encounter. Instead of going to Damascus, he changed his way to another direction. And that is the story of conversion. When you are converting, you don't go the same way again. You make a U-turn to take a new direction towards God himself. It's an inner experience where our conviction of sin arises and the desire to draw closer to God comes in. This encounter begins from the interior to the exterior. When we experience Christ deep, it shows by our actions. We never behave the same way again. Our way of life changes. The interior decision affects the exterior action and behavior. Conversion is fundamental in Christianity. It's the first word in Christianity. You can't become a Christian without making a U-turn from the old way to a new way. 
However, it is not a once and for all thing that you, you hit a, a, a gun, trigger a gun, and then you don't just do conversion like that. It is an ongoing process. Today becomes better than yesterday. Tomorrow is supposed to be better than today. And every passing day meets us better Christian than we were before. The conversion of St. Augustine, the story of St. Augustine, is another monumental autobiography of a life that was lived in sin, but later experienced God's mercy. This is documented in a book worth reflecting upon in Advent. As John the Baptist challenges us, to strengthen the crooked part. St. Augustine lived an unsettled life, enjoyed relative luxury and sin. While he was still enjoying his hedonistic lifestyle, he prayed, O oh Lord, give me chastity, but do not give it to me now. Give me chastity, but not now. He wants to enjoy the wall of sin before he will make his U-turn. He was deep into things of the world, therefore God should give him a little time to enjoy them the more. The mother cried her tears for his conversion until apparently his encounter with the Bishop of Milan, St. Ambrose, brought a radical turn, a turning point that subsequently led to his conversion. After his conversion, his lady's friends started calling him, Augustine, Augustine, the customers. When you see your customer passing, you would like him to come back again. Augustine, Augustine, Augustine. Augustine, after conversion, will turn and look at them and say, the Augustine of today is not the Augustine of yesteryears. I have been changed. How I cannot explain. The Augustine of yesteryears. The Augustine of today is not the Augustine of yesteryears. I have been changed. I cannot even express it. He forged ahead. Became the first bishop in Africa. A great man of the fourth century. That the history of the church is not complete if Augustine's name is omitted. A radical change from a sinful life to a godly life. And this is the challenge presented to us in Advent. A journey to conversion, change of heart. Sometimes we sit on the fence when we hear a message such as this. It never affects us. All of us are affected by this message. We have our crooked ways, everybody from that side to this side. We have our crooked ways by our human nature. And this is what the Lord is telling us to make straight. Can't just be going zigzag. We should go straight. The Christian calling challenges us to a life of holiness, a life of blamelessness. Everybody knows where his house is leaking. 
and know my own, you should know your own. You should know your own. Everybody should know his own. Work on our limitations. Work on our human brokenness, our emptiness, the healing dimension of our lives. After Augustine has received his conversion, let us hear what he has to say. Let have I known you, beauty, so old and so new. Let have I loved you and see you, and see you we are within, and I was in the external world, and sought you, dear. He sought for God in beauty, but it was an empty dream. It was when he was chasing after. He was looking for God very far. But God was right inside him. And he discovered, let has he discovered where God is. And he admired that beauty of all beauties. And he sees in God's creatures what God is. But for you to chase the creature and not the creator is the problem Austin had. And having realized that, he made such a humble confession. Brothers and sisters, today we are challenged. We turn around to the Lord. That Jesus is calling us to conversion. Augustine has had an example, St. Paul's, that you don't go the same direction when you are converted calls for a change of way, change of direction, facing towards God. And this is the real challenge of Advent. Thank you for listening to the St. Anne Roman Catholic Podcast. For additional podcasts and media, visit us on the web at www.sanaz.org. Again, that's www.stanneaz.org. St. Anne, pray for us.